0: Coming up, what an excellent day for the history of the devil, part eight. Welcome to another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate the exorcist. Minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through, oops, all bonus episodes. So, folks, you'll remember last time we had just gained entry to Dis. Dis what? No, no, no. I, we went over this in the last episode. Dis is the name of the city. What is the name of the city? That's what I'm telling you! That's what I'm asking. Third, Third circle! circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we already make this joke, <laughs> so now you're worried about repeating jokes. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um, okay, <laughs> so we entered the gates, and Keenan, apparently, we built this city. We, we uh, built this city, <laughs> yes, on what? On, 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 on people are so mad at us right now. <laughs> Where's our circle of hell? Um, no, no, uh, but we built uh, this city out of on, on burning coffins stuffed with the souls of heretics. <laughs> I don't remember that line in the song. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, we met two notables, uh, Ferenata, whom Dante has a long chat with. Um, and, and, but then it gets interrupted by Cavalcante de Cavalcante, uh, who's uh, sharing the same burning tomb with him and mm-hmm. asks Dante if his son Guido, Guido Cavalcante, Dante's friend, is still alive up on Earth. Dante hesitates and Cavalcante takes that to mean no, and he disappears back into the tomb. Um, we also met a cowboy. You yeah, what? what? What cowboy? A guy, okay, okay. A, a, a bull boy, right? A, <laughs> or a, I guess a bull man, right? Oh, you right. Know, mm-hmm. we, we met a minotaur, um, mm-hmm. who wasn't such of a much. Our heroes just, like, literally ran right past him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we came to a boiling river of blood where we met the horseman. No,
1: our horseman? No, 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 <laughs> Not our horseman.
0: We, we, met, we met a centaur. Right. Um, and he and a couple other, uh, horsemans, uh, (laughs) escorted us beyond the river, and that's where it got really dark, uh, both Mm -hmm. literally and figuratively, uh, because after the River of Blood was the Suicide Forest, where we talked to a tree and a bush that were both once people. In fact, all of the trees and bushes were once people, and Mm -hmm. this is where we pick up today's Episode. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are in Canto fourteen, still in Circle seven, sub Circle three.
1: Um, <laughs> Why don't they just make them their own circles? So Why is nine such a magical number? That I we know. I don't.
0: Know I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I'm not Dante Alighieri. come to find, right? Um, But okay, so this canto starts out with Dante granting the wish of the suffering bush by gathering up the broken branches and placing them at the base of the bush. Remember, we had speculated last time that this had something to do with like a futile attempt at uh, reverence or remembrance, right? Um, Which adds a bit of grief to this thing. Um, But when we were talking about how this circle in particular is really sad, and we can see that Dante is also uh, moved to pity, um, mm-hmm. Both the both the writer and the character Dante,
1: right? Yeah, I know we don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it is sad and it's mm-hmm. it's so fraught, like the suicide, you know, right. forest, but but. It's one of the things that's also sad is that some of these trees and and people are people who have um, attempted suicide. So mm. so this is again like this you know very old thing that we're trying to dismantle today about yes. like the the um the act of trying to uh trying to kill yourself by suicide is mm-hmm. a sin by itself, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So but but just think about that like like this is like. If you attempt suicide, then you're already in hell. Right. So then what is the so that's just encouraging suicide, right? Mm. I mean, like you're you're yeah, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like yeah. you're already damned. So why mm-hmm. would you so you're already a lost soul. So yeah. just these things that like, you know, again they invented that um, that taboos to mm-hmm. try to discourage people from killing themselves, right? Yeah, but yeah. It doesn't doesn't work.
0: This was like the in the old days they would mm-hmm. they would use the what was it you know uh, the scare tactics to keep right. people you know the, all the Grimm's fairy tales and all the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. everything was scary. It's like don't do this. Why? Because yeah. a very bad thing will happen. Right. And it it usually like blew up in people's faces, mm-hmm. right? Because like like by trying to scare them by trying to like make up all this horrible stuff, you were you were placing this um it, like like you were. Placing even more layers of like heavy um, uh, uh, thought around it right, right? Mm-hmm. yeah um,
1: and... not a good idea Dante
0: you're perpetuating no. some hurtful things here Dante mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like it... I remember growing up, uh, you know, and and uh, being in church. And as far as I can remember, um, the whole suicide thing within at least my Catholic church mm. was was kind of like it was it was done away with. It was like like you know like it's 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 not good that you're you know feeling this right. way. Like you you need you know like uh you know to 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 be helped by someone, right. or mm-hmm. you need to you know go and seek you know help. But it's like it's not a like it's not a sin. It's a, a, a symptom. Right? Mm-hmm. right yeah but yeah so and and i was yeah i was very very hesitant to to uh go too deep into this forest um because i was worried is like because on the on the one hand we have you know folks like Dante calling it a sin and calling you know mm-hmm. people evil who, who do this act right but that's not to say like you know let's not overcorrect and say it's like oh yeah you know suicide is great let's mm-hmm. you know just, you know because we want to also say like this is this is something that um that that you can you can get help for
1: right and it's it's interesting so he, he's coming from this point of sin but this is a really touching kind of canto right like it's, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like um funny or macabre it's like really right. haunting right so he does he does as the author seem to be able to um have sympathy for these people even if he's not able to you know get out of his uh um his time periods ideas of what what the suicide's like right and
0: right, we're gonna yeah. see that a little bit later right how, like him him actually like feeling bad for the people like because up to this point he's kind of been like like he he'll see people and he'll be like eh, yeah you know or right. something like that right um or or he'll just like uh uh you know pretend not to you know not to recognize them or whatever right? yeah. yeah
1: but again thinking about like the history of dev- the devil and the history of hell mm-hmm. it's interesting like in pop culture since then you know um suicide has been sort of moved to like this there's a lot of other depictions where it's like oh you don't go to hell you go to purgatory and you still have mm-hmm, the chance mm-hmm. to be saved you know and, the, and so like we've changed the culture so it's interesting to think about like yeah. where this has yeah. come from yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um all right so now now after this, they move on and mm-hmm. eventually reach the edge of the forest, beyond which is a vast desert. This is the beginning of the third <laughs> subcircle of circle seven. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we were joking uh, before we started. Let's like filling out a text form, right? Yeah. It's like, if so, go to line four, box seven oh, A. If not, go to yeah. circle eight, subsection B.
0: I tell you, like like King Minos up in up in the you know, oh god, I don't even remember the the other circle, the beginnings <laughs> circles, limbo, right? limbo. No, no, it's after. It's right after limbo. Right? Oh god. Yeah, I see, see. Well, no, it's like when play I'm the to, music anyway. yeah, we're playing the music. We need some music right now. Oh, oh that feels much better. Okay. Anyway, but I'm I'm telling you, he's missing out. Like by not making all of the the newcomers in hell mm-hmm. fill out their own <laughs> forms about which circle they need to go to. Like, wouldn't that be great? Like, like Mino's already knows. He's mm-hmm. like, I know which circle you're going to go to, but you oh, have yeah. to you have to do the equations. You have to do the math <laughs>
1: and figure it and out. And
0: if you get it wrong, <laughs> then... then you go one circle deeper. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> <coughs> hmm. I don't know if you can tell, folks, but um, I'm a little sick today. Um, but I, but I, but I'm, I'm still recording because I, I do it for you. <laughs> I, I'm a martyr. Um, I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where the fuck, <laughs> Dante? <laughs> oh, Dante! Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so we are we are in the beginning of the third subcircle of <laughs> circle 7. Dante takes great pains to explain to us the horrible sight which meets his eyes. He sees herds of naked souls either laying down or milling about on this sandy barren plain as fire rains down on them. And he describes this fire like flakes of snow on a mountain with no wind. Which, I don't know why, but that just sounds so much worse than, like, what you see in the pictures. Because in all of these pictures, right, the ones by, like, Gustav Doré or all of the other illustrations of this circle, it looks like the fire is, like, shooting down like mm. tiny comets, right? Like, really fast and hitting them like little meteors, right? But, like, Keaton, just imagine these little candle flames gently falling like snow and landing on you and they're not making any sound it's like quiet snow that just seems so much worse to me
1: yeah it's something i haven't ever thought of right it's like unfathomable and then yeah. he puts it into you know really evocative terms here yeah mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's the trouble with uh visualizing the afterlife or the divine right it's <laughs> like, you can't even imagine this so right so some of our metaphors are, you know, sloppy, and I, I would say dangerous. Like the mm-hmm. heaven is paved with gold, like that's right, a dangerous yeah. idea. Um, it's a metaphor, everybody. It's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> the gates are made of pearl. It's a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, but this this metaphor is really very evocative. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. love it. It's terrifying.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So so these flames are igniting both uh, the sand and the people. Uh, uh, some of whom, uh, like we said, are milling around, and some of whom are laying down or huddled up in balls, trying mm-hmm. to protect themselves. Right. And then Dante spots one guy who doesn't seem to be affected. He's just like sitting on the ground brooding as the flames light upon him. Um, he has this, this body language that signifies like outward contempt. And so Dante asks Virgil who this guy is. But this guy overhears and he answers for himself. He, he doesn't say his name, but he explains that he challenged God and that's why he's down here, right? But he's so prideful and angry that he doesn't, he doesn't want to show that his punishment is affecting him. And then we get this guy's name when Virgil calls him out for being a sore loser. Um, uh, Virgil calls him uh, Capaneus, um, and I imagine the first readers of Inferno are are like, "Oh, oh, yeah," you know, because to them this story is probably like a little bit more well known, right? Oh, yeah, Capaneus, right? Of course, he would be down here. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is Capaneus, who, according to uh, the poet uh, Statius, uh, whom Dante will later meet in Purgatory, um, <laughs> uh, we're not going to meet him, but. Uh, <laughs> Capaneus uh, uh, once challenged uh, Jove, or I guess in this case, God, to a duel. And so now um, all he can do down here is stew in his own anger and contempt.
1: And I assume he lost that duel with God.
0: I'm, pre- you know what? I haven't read the poem by Statius, but I'm gonna just make an assumption. And I know what happens when you make assumptions, but I'm gonna make an assumption so that he lost.
1: No, I, I did look it up. He gets, oh. he gets um, struck by lightning. Oh, okay. He challenges, he challenges Jove, who is, you know, we know him more as Zeus, right? Right. Yeah, he challenges yeah. Zeus to a duel and gets struck by lightning.
0: <laughs> so
1: I'm sure, I'm sure it's much more beautiful in the poem. But for me, that's just very funny. It just seems. <laughs>
0: Like 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 <laughs> just just the visual that I'm getting. It's like right. it's like it's like you know come forth and fix <laughs> right. I challenge you, Jove. Right. It's after he's, from a distance. Right. <laughs> it has to be from a distance, right? And it's after this big dramatic monologue with all the swelling music. <laughs> right, it's like exactly. you. I'm calling you out. Right. And then just pausing it.
1: Yeah, it's a big speech like Lear in the Storm or right, right, um, right. Ahab tied to the mast, right? Mm-hmm, right. Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of Caponeus, yeah. Yep, there we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I also like the idea of, of Virgil calling him out, you know, and like, like <laughs> Caponeus,
0: you're a sore loser. 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 Sorry, I couldn't hear you with all this whining and moaning. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not the wind. That's just you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's no wind in this circle. It's all Capaneus' right? Capaneus' excuses.
0: <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, he's just he's just trying to he's trying to show that it doesn't affect him at all, right? right. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, the boys move on and they come to a red stream. Oh, that's
1: that's never good. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I wonder what this. Yeah. <laughs> When in nature, <laughs> have you seen a red stream and been like, "Oh yay, yeah!" Um, Probably
1: tastes delicious. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: but yeah. So this this red stream, which Virgil explains, is, is the source of all the rivers in hell. Right? Is uh, this uh, is this? Uh, it's coming from this giant statue of the king of Crete, uh, right. made of uh, various metals and clay. Right? The quality decreases from head to toe. So we got gold, silver, brass, iron, and then clay. Right. Mm. Now, uh, blood and tears seep through the cracks and form little uh, streams that run down the statue and become the rivers of hell. Right? Um, so yeah, so that's so that's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, then they they walk along the bank of this stream and out of this canto. Right? So we're done with that canto. And
1: our our buddy Nessus leaves us there.
0: Nessus? Oh yeah, Nessus. Is, yeah, <laughs> you forgot Nessus, our <laughs> horseman. <was>, <laughs> he was so quiet the whole time. <laughs> It's been uh, a week, so we right, have. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, our buddy Nessus leaves us there and goes yeah. and, um, on a date with his uh, girlfriend, who is a nanny slash secretary to a famous movie star. Exactly, right?
0: <laughs> and just thinks it's so rude that we like, like we were we were dising Capaneus, uh, and he was standing there. We were like, <laughs> Virgil was explaining this King of Crete statue, <laughs> right. and he's just there, and then he leaves, and and you hear just like like way in the distance. This is like mm-hmm. you just you just hear. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs>
1: he also might think it's a little rude that, like, uh, you know, <laughs> he takes us on this tour, and then we're making fun, of, like, hey, Caponese, you're a loser, and that's is like, dude, guys, these, this is my neighbor. I have to,
0: yes. <laughs> I have to yes. live with this guy. He probably went back and apologized. to Yeah, like, hey, oh, yeah,
1: sure. these people from the from from the first circle, you know, yeah, that. you know, yeah, these first circlers, you know,
0: these limboists, right? <laughs> <laughs> these noble pagans, noble right? pagans, yeah, yeah. Uh but yes. Yeah, so, okay. So so now we are in Canto 15. Um still in that last subcircle of Circle 7. Um so Canto
1: 15, Circle 7, subcircle
0: 3. No, 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 no. Yeah, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> You're absolutely right. I apologize. <laughs> okay, great. Just so everybody's oh, clear.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, 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 Um, uh, so we're still in that desert where, where the fire falls like snow, right? right? And Dante and Virgil, uh, encounter a group of souls walking the other way, one of whom stops and scrutinizes him. And we come to find that Dante recognizes one of them. This is a Florentine named Brunetto Latini. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a politician, a poet, and also Dante's former mentor, um, now Latini asks why Dante is down here and Dante explains that Virgil is leading him through hell uh, to enlightenment mm-hmm. right? um, Now it's here that Dante learns that the people with whom Latini is traveling with have all committed the same sin. Uh, that is, they are all sodomites. And mm-hmm. yes, the Dante writing this story puts them down here in the blasphemy circle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dante offers to sit and talk with uh, Latini, but Latini is is one of uh, is in one of those groups who must be constantly moving to avoid the flakes of fire. And if they stop for any reason, they'll never move again, but simply lie down on the ground and not get up. So Latini offers to walk with him instead. So now you got Dante, and he and Virgil are. On this uh, uh, raised bank along the river, and you got this guy Latini, walking uh, alongside, a little bit lower on the sand of uh, the burning desert. So, so Dante is above him, and yet Dante says that he Dante bowed his head in reverence as they as they walked and talked. So, so Dante like really really respects this guy um, and is surprised to see him here. Um, Though, yeah,
1: so the it, so again it's like this meta thing, right? So it's this the writer has put him in. The Circle of Blasphemy, but then also wants you to know as the reader that his character feels bad for that.
0: That is so hard to wrap my head around. (laughs) I keep forgetting that the writer Dante put, he doesn't have to be in there, Dante. (laughs) That's how you can feel better about this. (sighs) All right, yeah. So uh, now, yeah, this is interesting because we're, we're now seeing people whom Dante feels pity for, right. or or is surprised by their presence in hell. I, yeah, I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> and even people that that Dante honors, and and it sort of complicates the idea that we had earlier that Dante is is you know just writing this this torture fantasy where he can put all the people he hates in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, like what is he doing here? Like putting his friend and mentor, whom whom he loves and respects, in hell for the "quote unquote" sin of sodomy, mm-hmm. and then and and then having this conversation with him. Like, what do you think, Keenan?
1: Yeah, at my house we're fans of sodomy, <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> we're, we're a pro sodomy family. It's sort <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah I think it's really interesting like like it's it's like this shameful sin right that uh-huh. he's put his his friend like he doesn't have to say that his friend was a like is he trying mm-hmm. to is he being pro you know not gay I don't think that's the right word here right mm-hmm. but like being supportive of of sodomites in this way uh yeah it, it's a little bit of a head scratcher for me
0: Yeah it uh, I I was reading about this some scholars were saying that mm-hmm. like they had mentioned that this was the uh, the circle for Sodomites, but Dante never directly addressed it with Latini specifically. so and and I don't know what that means like like how do you not like if, if you're if you're putting this circle in your fake hell, yeah, right and you're saying all of the people down in this circle are guilty of are, 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 are here because of sodomy, right? right. And then you meet someone <laughs> who you who you love and respect, right? And are shocked that they're there, and are shocked that they're there. Aren't you're you at- going to bring it up <laughs>
1: while well, you're outing them? So if that argument is like, "Oh no, he's he's not a sodomite. He's just amongst This group of sod." No, no, I don't buy that
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: at all. No, no. he's, okay. he's a sodomite. But yeah, that's the sort of the question. So, you know, as as a gay man, right, like Mm -hmm. this question about sodomy in the Bible comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there are attempts in modern gay rights circles to like try to reinterpret the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, Mm -hmm. you've probably seen these things, right? Oh, yeah. uh, Okay, so the angels. the angels had come in to protect the the blessed people, and mm-hmm. then the Sodomites come out. They're outside, and they're trying to come in and, and rape the angel, right? Right. Yeah. That's pretty clear cut, I think. Um, mm-hmm. The reinterpretation of it that you that you read a lot as well. No, it's not that that it's against homosexuality in general. It's against rape. Um, yes. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. I think I think that. Um, I guess my, I guess if you're a Christian or, or something and you, and you need to try to find, you know, a gay Christian, you're trying to find something, you know, um, some, some reason to, to make this uh, more palatable for you. But, mm-hmm. but I, I'm of the, the ilk that says like, well, it doesn't matter what it says in the Bible. You could, you know, marry your husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my personal thing. And then yeah. also, you know, if I were a, a someone with faith, I would just take it also upon, you know, that Jesus comes at you know, in the new Testament and says like, forget all that stuff in the old Testament, which I yeah. think is very, very clear.
0: Right, like a big old etch a sketch. He's just like we're, we're, we're starting over.
1: That is that is very explicit, I think, in my reading of the Bible, that he says that he says to to um just go back to the Ten Commandments mm-hmm, and, he'll, yep. and, he'll, and he'll take it from here. Yep, yep. Yeah. So so, but I totally understand that, like trying to trying to figure that out, like trying to even remove um, the idea of sodomy so, being a sodomite from the the experience of being gay. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's uh. I don't know if you need to go through all this mental gymnastics. I guess is my point to to mm. reinterpret that story because it's pretty clear they're trying to you know get with that angel. They love him so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. In I mean, like I've always uh, looked at it as again we talked about like those mistranslations, right? Mm-hmm, with yeah. Moses having horns or you know like like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: oh, that Mary the. That... Frickin' Mary Magdalene is a prostitute. I mean, that's not in the right, Bible, right? Right. Yeah. Sorry, um, frickin' frickin' Mary Magdalene. Sorry, that's what I mean, but, <laughs> but like that—that that one really bothers me. That Mary Magdalene is a rabbi
0: and not a and not a sex worker. Like Precisely. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So like I like th- the thing that 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 um always uh like stuck in my craw about mm-hmm. that was your you either and I'm not talking I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like the interpreters <laughs> of the Bible who mm-hmm. who use this to to hurt other people. They're either they're either unintentionally or mm-hmm. intentionally like like not understanding the proper translation so that they can um, uh, uh, prosecute uh, mm-hmm. this this group of people that they don't like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes I feel I I just feel like I'm like looking around like I'm in a sea of people. I was like, guys, doesn't it, like like it was a typo. Like it was a, it was a, <laughs> like they're talking about rape. Like that's that's exactly what they're talking. You know. Yeah. Um, but and I don't know if I don't know if uh you know the people who originally misinterpreted it mm-hmm. like like got the memo later on but then mm-hmm. they like just kept pretending that they didn't understand it or, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know but again I don't know I don't know what the original writers of the Bible were you know that's that's for other scholars uh, uh, other scho- that's for scholars um, <laughs> for real scholars right? for real <laughs> scholars who are smarter than me right. um you know they can they can you know uh, uh have a better guess at what the original writers of the Bible were we're, we're we're trying to say with that yeah. message. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the original writers of the Bible, and then the people who have taken up their work, and then and then all of the uh, writers of culture that have come after them, like all the way into Dante's time, like they are very aware of sodomy being a sin. And it's interesting, like like so, it's the stories of Sodom and Gomorrah. Like mm-hmm. where are the where are the Gomorrites and all of this? How come they, get,
0: they don't get what their did own, they do? Yeah,
1: <laughs> they don't get their own little you know their isms, right, or their right. their ease or Gomori.
0: You're guilty of Gomori. Like what is Gomori? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, mm-hmm. I have a. I, we have an idea at my house, but sodomy is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is Gamori? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, memento Gamori. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but they seem yeah. to get off easy because I mean they're all destroyed, mm-hmm. obviously, by these um, these fireballs that come down right and kill them. Is that about yep, right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so they get off easy in that respect because they don't have a whole sin named after them. Afterwards. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So just again, like I I am taking the stand that you don't need to reinterpret the Bible for especially for non faithful people like non Christians, Mm -hmm. you don't need to go back and reinterpret the Bible to make it okay to be gay for yourself. You should just be Mm. gay. I I don't that's uh, that's too controversial. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But there is this thing I have just remembered. Oh, while you were talking. Ezekiel mm-hmm. sixteen to forty nine. Uh-huh. This was the guilt of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had pride, excess of food, and prosperous ease, but did not aid the poor and needy. They were haughty and did abdominal things before me, therefore I moved them when I saw it. There, I am the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> just as an after th- after that, it's like right. <laughs> He doesn't even care anymore. He's just like No oh, He didn't say I am the Lord. That was me. <laughs> Yeah, so like, so even Ezekiel right is taking, um, is taking the earlier story and trying to, uh, you know, parse out that the sin is not necessarily of mm-hmm. of uh, sodomy or even of the rape; it's that they are prideful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. And um, again, the Gamorans yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> were they just
1: were they just caught up? Were they just like in the the range of the the fireball, the meteor, <laughs> and then we have to like say like, oh, they were evil too. <laughs> don't worry
0: about that. God doesn't have snipers; he just drops bombs.
1: <laughs> right. <you're> right. Right. <laughs> They
0: were probably uh, bad too. Yeah, <laughs> the Gamorans, they were probably bad too. Yeah, they're just their punishment is just not being included. They're <laughs> so even in Dante's Hell, they're like, "We're here too. Yeah, exactly. We did very bad things, and nobody remembers us."
1: As I tell you, uh, I tell mm-hmm. you, Lester, you—you you never uh-huh. forget uh, sodomy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Never forget. <laughs> oh, folks, we have fun here. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, that you know, all of that is 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 question for 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 uh, smarter. Uh, no, no, actual doctors and scholars, <laughs> yeah, actual right? smart
1: people, yes, not just yes. those who play smart people on a podcast.
0: Exactly right. Um, speaking of uh, smart people, right. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we got uh, uh, Dr. Phil Carey mm-hmm. right, and he talks about uh, uh, the humanity of Dante's Hell right, and he asks us to make note of the interactions which Dante has with the people in Hell, and we can see how some of them are very rude or, or self centered mm-hmm. right, um, like with uh, uh, Ferranata, right, like who doesn't even like realize uh, that that he's uh, sharing a tomb with his brother in law right, right, or Capaneus who's like so angry at his fate that he doesn't even like feel the flames raining down on him right. But then some of them are very sad, like we got uh, the, the the forest with um, with uh, Pierre de la Vigna, um, or the bush that asks Dante to do that like little act of remembrance, right? Gathering up the broken branches. Mm-hmm. And so Dr. Carey here, um, he notes that Dante's hell does not dehumanize us but in fact it sort of like adds this layer to the punishment right like people who were selfish and self-centered on earth are still selfish and self-centered even as they are burning alive Mm -hmm. right people with compassion or deep sadness still feel those emotions down in hell and it sort of like manifests in their environment like in the forest now later on we're gonna meet some souls in hell who seem more like animals like Mm -hmm. devouring each other right um but dr Carrie says that uh, uh, that the souls who seem less human are that way because they've done that to themselves, right? They were animals up on Earth, right? The hell they suffer uh, is a reflection of their like inward violence that they have done to you know their own human nature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to see here in this canto, right? As deep as Circle Seven, there are some souls who like retain their hum- humanity, right?
1: That's really interesting. So they, uh, I wonder if if part of this is uh, in Dante's time of, like, character being immutable. Like, Mm. our thoughts of character arc don't really happen in Dante's time. Like, uh, by the time we get to Shakespeare, we sort of have that being more prevalent where characters have arcs to them. Like, you know, in the ancient drama, there's tragedy and there's uh, what they call peripatia, right? Like, the reversal Mm -hmm. of fortune. But it's not really that Oedipus, like... Changes before he's de- like that's part of the reason he is destroyed is that he does not change.
0: Right. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So so maybe it. I, I, again, we we haven't read ahead to um, uh, Paradiso enough. You know? right. <laughs> like, does does Dante go through a great change or is he pretty much the same character in parts one, two, and three? Uh, that would that would be more in line with um with how drama and literature worked at the time and and right. maybe how like we just saw people like people always are. Yes, um, a certain way, right? That's who mm-hmm. they are before they are born. Even that's who they are when they're alive. And mm-hmm. then, because the Abrahamic religions have a soul that lasts into infinity, that they stay that way.
0: Right, right. So, so we wonder, got the noble yeah. pagans just being noble pagans, right? right? Caesar doing his Caesar thing in limbo, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, And and all these people down in hell, like being punished for the 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 very character that they retain.
1: That they retain. Yeah, that's a really interesting way of putting it, because. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think in later depictions of because I don't really see it here, but in later mm-hmm. depictions of hell, it's mm-hmm. a lot of like you know when they have the contrapasso, the the mm. ironic punishment. It right. is a lot of like oh, I've learned that you know oh now I see now I, I get the irony. Yes, and a lot of people yeah. here don't seem to get the irony no. at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I mean, even even as um you know as as soon as um what's it called a uh, uh, Christmas Carol right uh-huh, right we have uh in um in uh. Uh, in the book, at least, there is this this vision that Marley shows Scrooge. Um, they 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 look out uh, his window and they see all of the ghosts, kind of like mm-hmm. all of the ghosts who were like greedy and and wouldn't help others. They're like crowding around, um, you know, the people down in the streets, you know, and like the, I, I, if I remember correctly, there's there's this one ghost who's like who's who's, who's moaning and wailing because he can't help this um, this mother and her child, mm. um, and they're starving in the streets. And like you know, I mean, obviously he's a ghost and this is his punishment. He's in chains right. because he wouldn't do this in life and now as a ghost he's like hovering over this this dying mother and child and he can't Mm. help them and that's his you know he wants to but he can't. Right.
1: Right. And Marley has has made a change that's by the very nature that's why he would go back and talk to Scrooge and then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. But yeah none none of these
1: people in hell. No. It does seem more christian right to the, that you'd be able you to change think. yeah so something has something has i'm sorry we're sort of having these thoughts on air and mm-hmm, <laughs> discovering mm-hmm. these things right but yeah so like the um the damned have no redemption at all mm-hmm. that doesn't seem in line you,
0: wouldn't you know. want to like like you're supposed to learn from this thing right? yeah that's like, just
1: interesting yeah well keep a keep an eye on that because I, I don't yeah. i don't think that's happening in the rest of the piece either but yeah. not that i can remember
0: yeah. Um I mean it, you know it goes back to you know we were talking about like um you know the Grimm's fairy tales it's like mm-hmm. you know don't talk to strangers uh, here's a here's a story about kids who talk to strangers and they die. <laughs> or even when they don't like Hansel and Gretel
1: don't have arcs you know they don't change yeah. Cinderella doesn't have an arc you know.
0: They're going to Hansel and Gretel go to another candy house the very next week, I guarantee you. Well they they
1: killed the witch and ate the candy, so like yeah. they, they got everything they ever wanted. So we can do this. Yeah <laughs> we can do this. This is very well, easy. Well, so we have we have state sanctioned murder and gingerbread.
0: And gingerbread <laughs> There we go. That's a show note. State sanctioned murder and gingerbread <laughs> love it. But yeah. Um but yeah so and, and okay so going back to um uh, uh, this canto right so we have we have here with uh, uh brunetto latini um he he has such uh, dante has such reverence for him mm-hmm. even in hell right like he's he's stooping down to listen as brunetto advises him and he, and he's being like a mentor he's being like a teacher um, to dante um just like he did when when he was alive right mm-hmm. it's the, it's it's this teacher student relationship so so this is the opposite of uh Ferinata, right mm-hmm. who who's like who's in that burning hot tub tomb yeah. um you know and he was like so lost in himself that he didn't even realize he was sharing the the tomb with, like, the guy whose son married his daughter, right? right? Like, Ferenata, who, like, like even though he is self-centered, like, he has lost all sense of his, like, relationships to other people, mm-hmm. and Brunetto Latini is still friend and teacher um, to, to Dante, right? right? Remembers Dante and cares about him enough to break off from his group and, like, you know, uh, uh, walk with him, even in hell, right? right. Well, now.
1: Sodomites one, heretics zero. There we go, Right philosopher no I'm not even going to do that um,
0: and okay so once their conversation is over he he uh, runs off to go join his group again and Dante reflects that he looks like one of the contestants in the great foot race of Verona uh, but that he looks more like one who wins than one who loses right so it really is Sodomites one um,
1: <laughs> no heretics zero Sodomites heretics, one
0: heretics zero Sodomites one yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm. And I thought that was interesting, right? right? This guy is in hell, and yet Dante reflects that he looks like a winner. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, something to note uh, Dante and Virgil are walking along this river, um, the mist of which is surrounding them and protecting them from the rain of fire. Mm-hmm. Now, this mist, like all the water from this river, is made of tears. Mm-hmm. So, tears are protecting them. Right. Right. That's interesting. Um, Another thing to note uh, here, uh, uh, Dr. Carey says that he has taught this text on courses uh, where they also read a memoir of life in Auschwitz, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Nazi concentration camp written written by uh, Primo Levi, an Italian Jew who... um, loved Dante and who cites verses from the Inferno while he is in Auschwitz in order to remember what it's like to be human Mm -hmm. and to compare it to the truly dehumanizing hell that the Nazis have created, right? He's trying to make a point that even in Dante's hell, even Dante's hell is nowhere near as bad as the truly dehumanizing, dehumanizing hell on Earth that right. the Nazis had created with uh, these concentration camps. That that gave me chills when I heard that. The mm-hmm. fact that that yeah, we. We really can be worse than devils, right? Mm-hmm. And and the hell on earth that we create is far worse than than even Dante's hell. And and that makes me think yet again of like Father Marin, what, you know what he says in the book on those steps, right? He says he says we have no need of Satan to manage our wars; these we manage for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, folks, um, if you're if you're looking around trying to figure out who the devil is,
1: uh it's us. So did we just solve the history of the devil? I think we did, right? <laughs> it turns <laughs> out this whole time. Whole, we, we
0: were the devil the whole time, right? The whole time. Um, yeah. but no, it's like and and we solved the problem of evil. Um <laughs> it's us. It's us. There we go.
1: You know, that was that was making me think as you were talking about that, about how dehumanizing um mm. the camps were, you know, the death camps. Right. Or even before they were death camps. I mean, it was dehumanizing, Mm -hmm. right? So that's, you know, even before they were explicitly death camps and they were work camps. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like... Uh, Dante's Hell starts with uh, "Abandon all hope, all ye who enter here," right, or yeah. some mm-hmm. version of that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like you know that's telling you, you know, the, but but like the version above that in Auschwitz, right? It says, mm-hmm. "Work shall set you free."
0: Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is
1: which is even yeah that's even worse. <laughs> that, that's yeah. like it's mm-hmm. like hey, as long as you're doing the, you know you're working here, like you're, you have hope, right? right? So at the beginning of Dante's Hell, that there is no hope, and then in Auschwitz, you know this hell on earth, it, it, it's right. giving you false hope
0: right torturing people with hope that's
1: yeah
0: that's sadistic right? yeah 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 folks um the devils that we create are nothing compared to the devils that we are mhm uh okay well uh so now we get into canto 16 mm-hmm. we are nearing the border of the 7th and 8th circle um let me read that again cuz i don't understand it we are near oh okay yeah we're in the 7th <laughs> circle we're okay right. let me <laughs> we're nearing the border of of the se- yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And now Dante can hear the sound of falling water. But before he can reflect on this, our boys are approached by three souls who appear to recognize Dante as a man of Florence by his clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, These uh, three are Guido Guerra, uh, Tegayo Aldobrandi, and Jacopo Rusticucci. I hope I said those right.
1: Yeah, especially that last yeah. one.
0: Yeah. That... <laughs> you were looking at that one. was like, yeah. oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Excuse um, me, I'm looking for Signora Rastigucci. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Jacopo Rastigucci in this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dante knows them, uh-huh. and Virgil says it's okay. It's okay to 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 stop and talk with them, and uh, so they ask dante two things first they ask about florence and whether uh quote valor still lives in the city as it used to do um dante says no and the three look at each other as men do when they face the truth Mm -hmm. unquote right um the second thing they ask is that uh, uh dante speaks of them to others um and this is becoming more and more common we're seeing people who who meet dante asking that he tell their story when he goes back to earth um So yeah, we, 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 that was a, you know, when, um, when we met Chaco the Mm -hmm. pig, Uh um, and, uh, so, and now we know about Chaco. We don't know his name, (laughs) but we know about Chaco. Oh, great. Um, Yeah. Is that, yeah. Would that, did we already ask that? How would you feel about
1: that? No, we did ask that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. we did. We did. (laughs) It just seems like its own kind of punishment that you're like, you are famous forever. Yeah. But nobody knows who you really are. Right. It's the curse of a Batman or something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And again, like, so these are Florentines that he knew. Mm -hmm. They are sodomites, presumably.
0: Are we still in that? I can't keep track. Are we still in that? Yeah, I guess we are, right? It's just,
1: it's just, so again, is he like, (laughs) is he like outing these people? Is it, is it like, like Harvey Milk? (laughs) Like Harvey Milk would say, like, you know, if people know how many gay people, like, like that was Harvey Milk's thing, which is controversial now, but Mm -hmm. made some sense then, like, like we should be forcibly out people as mm. gay because right. if people realize like how many gay people they knew in their life they wouldn't hate them anymore like it's easier to hate them if there's like you know oh gay huh. people are somewhere over there so harvey mob right. is like we have to come out and even if there are people who are refusing to come out we have to out them which today we don't we would not do it all and we, we would say right, that's right. terrible and awful yeah 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 but like uh, like is that what he's, he's like there's because like in um in Brunetto Latini like yeah. he's talking with him and he's outing him and then Bruttano Latini is like also mentioning like other sodomites who are around he's like this guy right. and this guy and this guy yeah and then we have we have Dante coming out and there's more of them by name
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah as opposed instead of giving them um yeah the pig or the, the right, the, right. The, the hawk or some name and he's like not that. yeah he's
0: not calling them like derogatory names no yeah.
1: he's saying these guys were sodomites so what do you think yeah. about that
0: I don't know folks <laughs> this is no no you have you have you have. Pose a really good question that I didn't even think about. Folks, like, yeah, please write in. Like, what do you think uh Dante is doing here? Because yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's if he's doing it to out them or mm-hmm. to like I, I don't know what his intent behind this right. is. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the thing. Like if if he's doing it for for malicious reasons or or if he's doing it for I guess non-milicious.
1: Right. Right. They're they, they're they're Guelphs and they're uh what's the other one besides Guelph? Uh jubileans. The Ghibellines, right? Like they're yeah. all down here. Mm-hmm. And some of them are sodomites on both sides. And mm-hmm, the, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got Catholics and we got we got uh whatever it's not not the Protestants because that hasn't happened yet.
1: Um <laughs> not as good Catholic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not as
1: <laughs> No, but there's 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 all sorts of people in here. There's pagans and yeah. Muslims and everybody.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, that that is uh but that that's an interesting uh, uh, um, question to chew on, right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, so so Dante and Virgil move on, and they come to a waterfall made by the river uh, Phlegathon. <laughs> uh, re- remember that, 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 that that's another one of the rivers of Hades mm-hmm. that Dante has borrowed for his own uh, uh, geography of Hell.
1: And we've gone um, and seen the source of it, and now we've made our way back down again, so.
0: Yes, yeah. right. Um, so, Phlegathon so <laughs> falls into, <laughs> what's so funny it about Phlegathon? It just sounds like a Seuss word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, it's like, I mean, Styx sounds like hellish, right? Well, I guess it sounds like a rock
1: band to me now, right? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> <sticker>. actually, okay.
0: <laughs> right. Um, Acheron. Yeah, that sounds like hell, you know. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flegathon. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a like a like a robot. <laughs> I am Flegathon.
1: I I it feels like a forest that Mr. Mr. Brown moves in. <laughs> Cuz Mr. Brown moves in Flegathon, can you in Flegathon? <laughs> that's that's how I I'm not as good of a rhymer as Seuss obviously to come up with a, a rhyme for Flegathon right
0: now. Oh, Keenan, you just gave me an idea. <laughs> Someone needs to redo Dante's Inferno. <laughs> As a Seuss story, it's like, oh, the the Cantos you'll go. <laughs> Isn't that the one with the like the weird funnel thing? Oh yeah, the, oh on no, the cover? no, no yeah. yeah, that's
1: a circle. Those circles yeah. of L, because it's yeah. talking about after graduation you're going to go into the corporate world.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's just the circle. Oh, so of L. it's already <laughs> <L>. okay. <well. laughs> I love it. Yeah, okay, so so uh, so uh, uh, they, they get to the river. Uh, Flag-a-thon. Um and and uh, and this this river uh, uh, ends in a waterfall that falls into the abyss, mm-hmm. and our boys have no way to get down into the next circle. But then Virgil gets this idea. He turns to Dante and he says, "Hey, mm-hmm. give me a cord." He's like, he's like, give me that cord around your waist, right?" Uh, so apparently, uh, apparently Dante has had a belt this whole time.
1: Is I it guess. a cord or a belt?
0: I don't. Is that's he, what, that's is what belts he were
1: racking on his cord. Hey man, he's ragging on your cord.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I not getting something?
1: That's a Simpsons. It's a Simpsons thing. Oh. <laughs> Where Jimbo, Jimbo uses an extension cord for a belt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So Barton has this weird, like Batman-style utility belt that has turn mm-hmm. signals on it, okay. so he can he can signal that he's turning left and run away from the bullies and turn right. In actuality, so they follow the left-hand one, <laughs> and then the bullies and like Dolph and Jimbo and, and Kearney uh, are like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to trade belts with me?" And Bart's like, "Not really, because my belt's really cool and yours is just an extension cord." <laughs> <laughs> and he looked out at Jimbo and he has an extension cord, and they said, "Hey, man, he's ragging on your cord." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he's like, "Hey, give me the cord around your waist, right?" <laughs> so
1: yeah, so in, in the Inferno, they just they just don't mention that at all. But it's a cord, right? Right. <laughs> no. He has an
0: extension cord for a belt. <laughs> he has. It. He's got a little mini AC that he's been. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, he's cheating. He plugged it. He plugged it back in. You know, like up in um. You know, he 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 was he was he was up in uh, in limbo, right? And he's like, "Oh, does anybody have? I just I just got to charge uh you know uh, my, my phone." <laughs> You know, so I can, you know, I can take pictures on the way down. Does anybody have a, you know, an outlet? And all of the other, you know, noble pickets like, oh my gosh, right? So they have to, they have to, you know, make pains for Dante to, you know, uh, uh, they, they they uncover their they, they unplug their you know their coffee maker. Um, it was in the middle of That's making true. coffee, but right. uh, no Dante does it. Dante, right, just like I'm, gonna, unplug like this. In, like, yeah, I'm just gonna and and yeah the TV goes off or whatever right <laughs> and he plugs this in the charges phone and then he's got the it's it's just all the way down in uh, what circle are we like in did, seven seven in three seven, seven, seven C, circles, yeah right? yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile everybody up in like circle two and three are tripping over this cord. <laughs>
1: Well, in, in whichever one it's two, they're are flying around in that windstorm. Yeah, storm. right. <laughs> they're getting suplexed <laughs> by it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. It's like like what's that? They're getting clotheslined by the <laughs> yeah. This whole time, right? The whole time. Yeah, but now we okay. Now 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 we have a use for it, right? Because um, <laughs> wait, But Virgil's like uh, or Dante's like. Well, I don't know my my, my phone's at like you know ninety eight percent. It's not at ninety nine. <laughs> That's all right. Who knows where we're gonna be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But everyone's just like just give me a, you know and so and so he uses this cord right and he fashions a lasso with this cord and he swings it around his head and he tosses it into the abyss and the abyss
1: right? also tosses it back
0: yes right because <laughs> because you know when you toss into the abyss the abyss also tosses back right?
1: all right that was a joke you yes. am not going to explain that joke no but just to advice it does not toss it back in
0: this no, in no, this no, 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 no. story no Dante's not silly like us. Um, he's silly in other ways uh, but yeah so so and Dante wonders like what his guide mm-hmm. and master could possibly be up to right mm-hmm. and Virgil turns to him he's like just you wait this is this is gonna be really good you, you can't even imagine what I'm gonna pull up <laughs> not in a million years right uh-huh. um, and 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 folks not not to break the suspense but um, uh, I well, Dante does because this canto ends right here. <laughs> as well, as Dante beholds the thing that has floated up out of the watery void, mm-hmm. and he teases us here. He goes on to like like several stanzas. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, you wouldn't believe me even if I told you. Uh, so, so, so maybe I shouldn't tell you. Okay, I'll tell you. I saw, and that's canto sixteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just starts. He leans into Dante and does that thing where they go. Yeah, and just slowly fades out. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah uh, and folks I know we were just ragging on Dante for doing this but um we're gonna have to keep you waiting also uh, to see what uh, what comes up out of this circle um, because for now that is all of my notes but uh, before we leave we got to talk about uh, uh, our seventh uh, uh, circle yeah. um so so keenan what do you got
1: what circle is this <laughs> where are my notes? <laughs>
0: This is what? This is uh, violence. From this.
1: Yeah. Violence. Yeah. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's uh, check. Circle seven was violence. Oh, right. It's a whole big circle. Right. It's violence against others. Violence against yourself. Violence against God, art and nature, which is where I'm going to focus. Yeah. Because they 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 explain it a little bit um, Uh that this is all included here because God uh, begets nature. And then oh, okay. nature begets art, which is why that's all in one piece. So, like, oh, to okay. to attack nature is to attack God's progeny, and to attack mm-hmm. art is like attacking God's grandson.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I see. I see what you get. All right,
1: yeah. so I'm going to pick violence against uh, nature, hmm. and so I am keeping track. Of that. This is pretty pretty low. Where this is pretty down deep down in there, right? Yeah, but right. I, I yeah, yeah. I'm going to include litterers here. <laughs> so Ooh. so I think you know the trouble with litterers is that. Uh-huh. It it feels to litterers like it is not that big of a deal, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. actually. I in in some ways I think it is even more disrespectful than like big polluters, mm. and, and because like the idea of the litterers that they think that that uh, their actions don't matter and that you know someone mm. else will clean it up and then it'll come around and do that right. Um. Yeah. So so I hate that. I mean, maybe you know, maybe not more than. Uh, putting carbon into the atmosphere that's right, going to destroy yeah. our planet and our, our our species or whatever. But it's like the
0: thought behind it, yeah. it's like I'm I'm I have privilege. I'm more special, and I yeah. can I can litter. Other litterers are bad, except for me when I do it. <laughs> exactly i saw a meme that
1: was from a dating you know people t- took a screenshot from a dating app i don't remember which uh-huh. it was tim tinder or uh, bumble or grinder or whatever right but it was right. like hey uh how, how are you doing and the guy the other guy was like i'm cool just littered a bunch <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he was, and the guy was like what you know, like did i, I must hear that yeah went to mcdonald's threw all the trash out the window lol <laughs> that's like his that's like his pickup line <laughs> Like, isn't, I can, I, isn't that so cool of me that I just, I'm so blasé, I'm like, I'm like James Dean over here, just rebel without a cause, just like, yeah, throwing litter out the window of the car.
0: <laughs> I can see, I can see several things wrong with this message. <laughs> Firstly, eating at McDonald's. Um, and then ending a sentence with a law <laughs> And then also the littering. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but littering, yeah, yeah, I mean, so like. I don't know. I don't know if this makes any sense at all. Like, uh, you know, some of the pollution that gets put up into the air is for hospitals and manufacturing mm-hmm. and like, all the stuff that's like actually like is a byproduct of of pollution. You know, the pollution right. is like a byproduct of like operating Industry, in the world yeah. right it's, it's like a systemic problem uh-huh. that like we all have to have like collective action on in order to solve but like littering yes. has no purpose <laughs> whatsoever mm-hmm. and it is like you're saying like i'm better than than caring about putting things in my pocket till the next trash can
0: yeah right okay. right like you have no excuse you're not like like powering a hospital <laughs> right uh you know uh or or like like um you know a a, a Think of think of two good things in the world. Two and you're having things. trouble thinking of, hospi- of two good things in the entire <laughs> world. Or a, or an animal hospital <laughs> No, you have no you have no excuse, right? You're just littering for the sake of littering. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So like laziness, yeah. Yeah. But I think it also
1: is that pride that you're talking about. Like my my mm. problems are you know, my problem of um waiting to, to find the trash can is more important than people who have to see the trash or slip on the trash or get diseased right. from the trash or have to pick up the trash, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I guess my uh, my contrapasso, the punishment, mm-hmm. would be Ooh. that like, um, yeah, whatever they litter just ends up back at their house, <laughs> wherever that Ooh. is. So it's just like, <gasps> just right in the most inconvenient place, like in the- I love yeah, that. In their fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wherever, oh. whatever's the most ironic zip uh, that, that get to, yeah.
0: That's great. <laughs> I do lo- know. I, I love the idea. And then just, them just like opening the closet and just like this avalanche of like <laughs> tissues and, and crap just like right oh love it love it love it. yes there's a beautiful contrapasso right there and how about you Ooh. okay so mm. so uh for me uh i know i know we joked uh about there being no circle for for uh plagiarism right um but uh but i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna uh, go the uh the violence against art mm-hmm. angle here and I'm going to stick it to AI, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> stealing people's art and stealing people's images and their voices and and passing it off as original work or worse, mm-hmm. using it for uh, fraudulent or uh, nefarious purposes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so AI is the sinner here. Um, but then I was like, well, yes. How how do you punish a robot?
1: Um, <laughs> unplug it. Uh, unplug. How-
0: well, that's just killing. It, right? <laughs> oh
1: right. How do you punish right? a robot? You make it listen to our show, probably.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't train them on our show. <laughs> but I'm, okay I'm, I'm gonna go with um asking it questions that are impossible uh or, or have no answer or have many many answers but forcing it to like like keep working until it comes up with an answer which which will which will result in an infinite feedback loop okay right? yeah so so like um asking it to solve the problem of evil
1: oh right, 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 right. <laughs> or or
0: or the ship of theseus right you know we, we tried both of those on the show and, and we couldn't solve them or oh wait 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 hey ai um if we can conceive of a perfect God, <laughs> he must exist because hang on. Because, because perfection includes existence or existence <laughs> includes perfection Figured out AI
1: Thomas forever. Aquinas bot does not yeah. compute.
0: <laughs> Thomas dot Aquinas <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we give it uh, like Buddhist koans, right? Of like uh-huh, uh-huh. Play the sound, or Alexa. Play the sound of one hand
0: clapping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Right? It just plays desposito. That's its default.
0: Alexa, give me um uh ambient music of a tree falling in the woods. <laughs> but there's no one around to hear it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Or actually, okay, wait, wait, wait. I I can't believe I've never I've never heard this mm-hmm. one before, Keenan. Uh, okay. A person makes the claim that they are lying. Uh-huh. Are they telling the truth? <laughs>
1: but yes, but but if yes, then so yeah, no. Right. If no,
0: <laughs> therefore, right? yeah. yes. So so just feed that into AI, and that's what they have to, they, you know, they can't, we can't unplug them. We can't dismantle <laughs> them. They just have to work on that problem forever. Huh. Yeah.
1: There is the riddle about the two brothers, and one, one is lying and one's telling the truth. Do you know this? Right. So, as many times I, as it's been explained to me, I could never remember or understand the solution yes. to it. Yes. Are you the same way? (laughs) I I am the same way.
0: We, I, I have, I have looked up that answer. So that is one that can be answered, folks. Uh But my brain just cannot retain that information. Like the, the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like, uh, you know, behind, uh, you know, behind. uh, uh, each of us is a door and one will take you to the, your desired place and then one of us tells you know uh, uh, always tells lies and right. one of us always t- I can never ever ever and whenever like in a story like we get to we get to that riddle and I'm right. like ah Jesus and I just like the, the the hero figures it out and I'm like I trust you <laughs> let's get let's get out of this situation as soon as we can right,
1: right but now it's such a famous like solved riddle that they'll like um you know just sort of shorthand is it Keenan? <laughs> Because I still haven't solved it. I know, it. but you see people respond, and they're like, oh, you know the riddle and the thing is whatever, and they move on. am like, no, I don't know. You have to help me. Watch. I bet if we text our friend Ian, who has not been on the show in a while, but he's our first guest yeah, yeah, yeah. and our friend, he'll be mm-hmm. able to um, to tell us. He just mm-hmm. knows it. So I'm going to do that right yeah. now, if you mind. He All probably right. won't answer during our show, but uh, right. Ian.
0: Oh, he's done that before. I <laughs>
1: How do you solve the riddle of the brothers <laughs> where one only tells the truth and the other tells only lies? That's how it goes, right? Oh, all right. All right. We'll see. We'll, we'll get an answer yeah. from him
0: later. Okay. That's great. Um, but, yeah, folks, for now, that is all of my notes. Keenan, is there anything we missed? No,
1: I think we got it except for the unsolvable riddles. Yes. The unsolvable right, but...
0: solved riddles. Yes. Yeah. Hey, but we don't have to worry about those because AI is down in hell uh, figuring those out for all eternity. Right. Yeah. Um, But if if we get
1: sorry, if we get caught (laughs) in some in some apocalyptic hellscape where we need to have that riddle solved, just be sure we protect Ian like he is the second coming. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He has to come with us everywhere.
0: Well, he might not be down there.
1: (laughs) Oh God, damn it! If he knows the answer,
0: (laughs) it might it might just be us. Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. This has been another excellent Exorcist minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark, and I've been Keenan Diaz. You could find me on Instagram and Letterbox as Howdy Keenan. Yeah, we got our listener group. Compelling conversations. Go check that out and request to join. And we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who has shared the show by word of mouth or on social media, and a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five star ratings. I just checked. We got uh, a couple more uh, on iTunes uh, or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. Uh, we really appreciate it. That's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people. People like you okay Keenan are you thinking what I'm thinking I think I am Lester all right folks until next time the, the power, power of strike compels. Oh, I'm gonna go back to where you are.
1: Ian responded. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> you ask. That was quick. You ask one what the other would say, and then you know it's a lie. Why do you know that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that that does not help me at all. So you ask one brother what the other one would say. Why? Why would that? You know it's a lie.
0: So here we have the answer, <laughs> and I still don't understand it. <laughs> All right, well.